0: Jaren, it's our it's our second episode. It's our sophomore jinx. Have oh ever, man, have you ever heard? That Already term? tired. Have you ever heard the term sophomore jinx? I have not. It's no. like when you when a record company puts out a second album and it's a it's a big flop because they I guess
1: they wasted all their good tunes on the first one. Oh okay, I get you. It's like uh, now I can't think of it. that did the Shrek song. Oh, Smash Mouth. <laughs> it's everything Smash Mouth has done. Mm-hmm. It's been just all everything. Now, have you watched the movie Rat Race just to get off? Base for a second
0: yeah let's immediately go off the rails uh yeah i've seen rat race they aren't
1: isn't isn't smash mouth the band that plays at the end
0: oh lord i said i've seen it i didn't mean i watched it i know it very well
1: i'm Uh, pretty sure it's smash mouth that plays at the end at their big like charity concert or whatever it is what do they play all-star yes
0: huh so they got they really they got their money's worth out of it huh yeah they
1: got they got it from shrek and some some rat race so here's how to get here's off the, track here's the thing about that how do you how much money
0: do you think you could possibly make off of that one song versus how much it almost certainly destroyed your career
1: later on <laughs> that's true but like the thing is i would rather be a one-hit wonder than nothing no that's fair yeah you know? we're gonna be the beatles but no you're just smash mouth
0: anyway welcome to our smash mouth podcast it's called yeah, shrek, it's... it's called shrek fans for life <laughs> um poor smash mouth I, feel, I do feel bad for them. They're they're forced to perform the same song, everywhere live at Gaffieri restaurant openings. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, and welcome back to Anything Joe's, the collaborative journey through the world of G.I. Joe. My name is Greg Engel. And I'm Jaron Decker. And we'll be your host today. So we have, we have three topics to talk about today, and they're all pretty current topics as opposed to our primary episode, our pilot episode, which was a little bit more about the history. Now we can kind of you know, let, let loose the reins and talk about whatever we want to. The first thing I want to talk about is the G.I. Joe classified line, because that's obviously a pretty big hot topic for everybody right now. And there's two, uh, I guess, newsworthy events to speak of. Uh, And the first one is that the the line has been delayed for pretty much everybody. (laughs) I don't, where did you, who did you pre-order yours from?
1: I've got, I've got them all through Hasbro pulse. And let me just say, that's the most GI Joe thing to happen, right? Like the line is about to experience its rebirth and, global pandemic strikes uh it's actually
0: like it's really shades of g.i. joe uh the second g.i. joe movie g.i. joe retaliation g.i. joe retaliation they made all the toys and they put them on the shelves and then the movie uh, paramount goes uh hey guys we're going to actually delay this movie by about six to eight months because we want to we want to post convert it for 3d and what that, that actually did was really destroy the toy line because the toys were on the shelf. They had nothing to attach it to, so kids mm. weren't interested in it because they didn't know what they were looking at. And they pulled all that stuff, pulled that stuff off, and they got cleared, it so out, got rid of it, and then the movie came out. Nobody could go out and buy any toys because they were, they
1: were all gone. You know, that's one of the most surprising things for me with the classified line is that there hasn't been anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's the movie, the ever-elusive movie. Yeah, so... Like-
0: I mean, I think that the Snake Eyes movie is probably the, is supposed to be the biggest draw. There is still, like, a rumor going around that there will be a, a separate or perhaps, like, connected line to the movie, because that does make the most sense. But, I mean, I don't know. This toy line to me is the most, f- like, Fortnite-ish line. Like, it, it almost looks like it belongs in a mobile game. Like, that would be the, the selling point for it.
1: Well, isn't there a G.I. Joe mobile game? Like there, maybe there, there is a G.I. Joe mobile
0: game, and it's not unfair to make the comparison that that the two are are pretty similar in style. But it's also it's also fair to just go. This is the effect that Fortnite has had on all entertainment properties that can be targeted for children, because you do see a wide net of influence across the board where Fortnite has started to kind of change the dynamic in, in gaming and toys
1: together. That's true. I mean, it, it definitely has influenced, I mean, all kinds of things. I mean, you see every game now that comes out, and we're both video game guys, so anything that has a multiplayer is, is going to try to get shoehorned into a battle royale mm-hmm. just because they can, you know. Um, so it, it's just, it's got an impact. And, and honestly, I like the way that they look. And if it takes Fortnite, Giving the assist for me to have new GI Joe toys, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I don't hate it at all. I, Fortnite is not a thing that's for me, um, because I'm a grown man.
0: <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, but I like, I do like the character designs. Those, you know, they're very, it's very colorful, and I think that's good when you're, especially when you're talking about a, uh, an action figure line. I'll, you know, we actually haven't uh, talked a lot about our overall feelings on the Classified line. Uh, I'm going to pull up some
1: images and we'll talk about them real quick. While you're pulling those up, let me just say I actually own some Fortnite action figures. Not because I played them in the game, but just because they're cool looking action figures. Yeah, like I've so, got uh, uh, a couple.
0: Do you know if the. Are those made by McFarlane
1: Toys? One, they, there's two lines. That's the problem. There is Jazzwares has the six inch and the McFarlane's doing seven inch. Okay. Cause it's now. Jazwares is also doing the three and three quarters. Inch.
0: So that's, that's the one I have. It should come as no surprise that I, the ones that are the GI, regular GI Joe size, I also own some, uh, there's, I don't know, again, I don't know anything about Fortnite, but there's a, there's a Fortnite character that's like a bear, like a, a teddy bear. Uh, mm-hmm. and I bought that to make into a custom, figure from it's like a this is a real obscure Joe character but in the old marvel run ripcord was dating a girl that dressed up for parties and she was called bongo the balloon bear (laughs) and this this figure fairly represents well i mean there's not a lot of three and three-fourth characters of people dressed up like bears but this character kind of captured that so i bought it to turn it into a custom it looks like that
1: yeah, I've seen quite a few people kind of going with, and even with the 6-inch, um, and kind of fudging them into other, especially G.I. Joe, um, you know, there's some that, that look very, like, just regularly, like, militaristic. You can add some Cobra, mm-hmm. you know, insignia on and make them just kind of Cobra soldiers, you know, and um, or just make them random Joes and kind of give them their own backstory. Like, I have the one that's a giant banana. I don't know if you've seen that one. Uh,
0: but- yes,
1: I have, actually. That's just cuz it's a 7-inch banana with a with a rifle. Like I I don't know how I was going to say no to that as a action figure collector. I actually pre-ordered
0: mine through a local comic book store that's out of state. So, and as a result of that, I'll actually probably end up getting them a little later. However, if I see these out anywhere, I'm a bomb. Uh, that way yeah. I'll have a set to open and uh, so do you have some images in front of
1: you? Yes, I do. I've got the uh, the wave. Okay. Like uh the, it's like the five of them. That's kind and of what I have a, Different page with the six. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start on the opposite end to work my way
0: back. We'll start with Snake Eyes since he's probably the one we need to talk about the least. Uh, I love this Snake Eyes. We talked about his, the color of his pants. They changed it to where he's all and he's in all black. Perfect. Uh, he's got kind of his later visor going on, which I love. He's got a lot of pretty good accessories, especially compared to some of the other characters. I'm I'm actually just now noticing this for the first time, but It looks like he has a a silencer that attaches to his gun and his, he has a hilt, not a hilt. What do you call the thing you put your sword in? Scabbard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that works. He has the Arashikage tattoo in very small detail on on the tip of that where he puts his sword in.
1: Now you have yours, yours is boxed up, right?
0: My deluxe figure? Yeah. Yeah, my deluxe figure I didn't open.
1: So, I, I'm an opener of everything. So, so yeah, he's got the Arishikagi. Um, he actually has it right on his chest. I don't know if you can see it. Um, it's covered in the pictures by his grenade. Mm-hmm, like his belt. bandolier. Yeah, um, but the actual harness that's under there, there's an Arishikagi under there. Hmm. One on his belt. Um. Looks like that's the only other one that I can see, at least. But he does the silencer, and on the regular release, I'm not sure if it's the same, but on the deluxe... It fits both of his guns. The silencer can work on either, and then the scabbard on the figure, which I think is great. You can either attach it to the backpack and put the backpack on him with the sword on him, or you can just put the sword on his back, which is what I prefer because I like. I took the belt bandolier off or the grenade bandolier off and the backpack because I think it looks makes him look a little more ready to go.
0: Hmm. I've almost intentionally kept myself blind on people have opened these and looked at them because I'll enjoy kind of discovering what these figures can do. Looking yeah. At,
1: now are you going to open the standard release?
0: Yeah. So as a general okay. rule, I do open a lot of stuff that I get, but it comes down to if I've paid a certain price point, I tend to kind of hold off for a while. Not, I don't really have a good justification for it because I'm not going to get rid of it. I just like having a an inbox version. In a normal yeah. circumstance, I would try to buy two, but in this case, I was in such a hurry to get one, I just grabbed the one. But these regular figures where they're, you know, they're pretty easily priced, these are going to get opened for sure. Anything that's going to show up at a retail level, I'm going to get open and mess around with.
1: Yeah, I just hope that they're actually plentiful. I hope Hasbro doesn't do what they do with a lot of theirs and like... Just slowly trickle it out, so then scalpers grab them. So, now, actually, now that I'm looking
0: at these close-up pictures of an open one, he does have that logo on his belt, and he does have a little logo on his chest. He also okay, I has... I can see it. He also has... Maybe you can tell on your open figure, but on the top center of his visor, there's like a little red dot. Yeah, he does not have that on the deluxe. Very... <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to be. I'm not... I mean... It's the same color as the Roshikagi logo. Um, it's just like a centered red square or half
1: a square. Weird. Yeah, and it it looks like... You think that It comes looks off? Like, you know, honestly, it might. I Because it. it doesn't look the exact same as the the deluxe release. Oh, well, I don't know. It might just be... I don't see even a mold there. Oh, wait, no. Now I see it with the right light. It's more of an indentum.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So it looks like on the regular release they'll have that painted red.
0: What a weird, what a weird decision. I mean, it's not there's nothing especially wrong with it. That's just I've, I have no context as to why they would include that. Yeah. Um, oh, well, you
1: can see in these close up pictures as well on Big Bad that you can just put the
0: the the sheath on the back. The sheath, not the scabbard. Thank you. Uh, I kept thinking, why does that sound like pirate? Like I'm describing yeah. something like pirate. I horror. mean, I think
1: it's the correct word. I'm pretty, it's just not something you use. Sheath
0: is definitely way more accurate. Um, <laughs> so very excited for this Snake Us figure. You know, a lot of people have been giving these figures some crap because they have that like cut in the chest that enables them to kind of bend forward. And that's not an unfair criticism. Uh, I don't hate it. I think it's more of I just accept it. But I collected Marvel Legends for a long time. And that was a pretty Mm. big standard for them as well. And it doesn't really bother me.
1: The thing that I don't understand, though, is they also have a a socket in there. So he can get decent bend without having to move that. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's honestly one of my favorite figures to take out. Um, I think his poseability. I've got him next to the uh, gamer-verse Captain America. Because, like, if Captain America was a G.I. Joe, this is the version. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that or not. I have seen that. But he's just He's all beefed and armored up. Like, he looks like he could be a G.I. Joe. So I've got them together, and he just blows the Captain America out of the water in terms of poseability. That's awesome. Because, I mean, it seems like they're taking the best, for the whole line at least, they're taking the best articulation from each line that they have. From the Black Series, from Legends, from the Power Rangers, even from, heck, the the Overwatch line that they had for, for a little bit there for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're putting it into this. Because, I mean, it's got... There's not a decision other than that that kind of mid torso bend that I think is not the best possible option, and even that doesn't bother me, on, except for in very select instances where I just think it looks bad on the character.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have to give them credit; they have a history of the last, at least probably the last ten years of really kind of phoning in the budget on GHO stuff. The last the, when they were putting out the last three and three four stuff, it was exclusive through Toys R Us. And the figures themselves were very good and they were very well like chosen. They were not backing it up with any marketability at all. They didn't have, there was no, they, because they didn't have any uh, entertainment property to tie it into, I guess. There weren't a lot of new characters in that line, but the new characters that were there were great. Um, so this is like a completely, I feel like this is a complete reversal of that. They've put a lot of money into it. They've, they've really like gone all in and that's not something we've seen in a long time. Yeah, it
1: definitely seems like they're really trying to actually be careful and and make good decisions on this, which I'm I'm happy about. I'm moving down the line. Of roadblock. Yes, um, man, he's he's thick. So I just got to say it
0: right off the bat. Uh, this roadblock is definitely inspired by version two roadblock. He's got uh, because like of that green vest, specifically gives it away. He looks a little different in both in the card art and in the modeling. He doesn't, I mean, I guess there are lots of different variations on what Roblox face looks like, but this is, I feel like, yet another new take on it. It's also mm-hmm. interesting that he has very few accessories compared to Snake Eyes. Uh, he probably has half or less.
1: Yeah, I think their justification for it is just how big and how much plastic they put on his one gun.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. that's, that's a hefty gun. Yeah. I mean, that is that is a Roadblock gun if I've seen one.
0: So this is probably my least favorite figure in the line. Um, Really? Yeah, and I don't hate any of these figures. Here's what I do like about this figure. It's pretty simple. Don't like them when they're they're weighed down or they're too complicated. I like that they went with the version 2 style and they kind of modernized it a little bit. It looks more like he's wearing like a vest, sort of. A lot of times when you take those old figures and you try to put detail into them you realize that these figures were made in the you know in the 80s there's there is no detail we have no idea what it was supposed to look like (laughs) so i think they did a good job with that and even again even though his the molding for his face he almost actually when i look at him he really makes me think of the guy that played heavy duty in the first gi joe movie yes i don't know that guy's name but he was in lost also which again it's
1: like a gunway or something. Mm-hmm. Which again he's, I, he's a British actor. I
0: don't have an issue with that at all. Here's what I don't like about this figure. That I to do I do not like that gun. That gun makes no sense. Actually, let me back let me let me say beforehand that I understand you're making a children's toy. It says four and up on it. You can't exactly give them military level weapons in this era anymore and expect parent all parents to just be like, Okay, so you have to kind of reinvent the wheel more or less and i guess that's what they've tried to do they were like roblox is is a big strong guy he needs a big strong gun this is what we've come up with do you if you were to guess what this weapon would <laughs> it would be called or what kind of projectile it fires what do you think that would be
1: i mean i think it has to like it almost looks like a like a like a halo gun, honestly. Like it looks like pulse, like a pulse rifle or something.
0: Yeah, I could kind of see like electricity going between the two prongs at the end and firing yeah. something off. If you look at the card art, it's like kind of got a bluish
1: glow to it that kind of backs that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has a it has a mag. It looks like right behind where the the handle is the the underneath handle mm. that makes it look like it's trying to be like a actual like light machine gun. Yeah. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that. I kind of like it, but I understand because it it is it does raise questions.
0: If 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 they're gonna if your guns are all going to shoot lasers or whatever, again, I I understand. Like it's a it's a difficult climate to sell military toys, and this is a very mm-hmm. clever, just like the cartoon. It's a very clever way of getting around that. I just I need to see. I don't know. I need to see an image of what it would look like. To help me better visualize it he hold in these in these promo images he's holding it different in like every image like he's got it and he's holding the handle on top and in the next image he's got it sitting down and he's holding it he looks like he has a, a tattoo on his arm in this image
1: yeah it does it definitely does like on his left shoulder uh-huh uh, i, I can't make out what it is well, that's interesting now, what was the the original like the the older character that would that had the tattoo, the the one on he had it on his chest at first, right?
0: Uh that's Gung Ho. Mm-hmm. Gung Ho had a I think it's USMC. It was like his military.
1: Uh, also, the 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 actor, which I will not try to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he also was Killer Croc and Suicide Squad. Oh, and that's why we haven't seen him since. <laughs> yeah um and then he also he played uh one of the dark elves in thor the dark world so he went two for two wow
0: yeah he's really scoring those <laughs> scoring those cinema yeah. hits isn't he? yeah all right so i don't have anything else to say about roadblock i will say as a whole i don't want to pick on roadblock specifically because all of the figures from here on pretty much suffer from this why do these guys have so much gold on their on their like padding roadblock has it on his like one of his knee pads and his like ankle bracelets Duke has it in the exact same spot. So does Scarlet. I do not like that. It makes no sense. It's really. It looks really like faux futuristic. Basically, I, that's probably my biggest pet peeve of the entire line. As they see, they, it's like, one of
1: those things for me that is actually kind of growing on me. Like when I first saw it, I was like, "This is dumb," and then now I'm kind of like, "You know what? That's actually like I kind of like it because it it does." It, at least in my mind, it kind of makes it look different. Also, uh, Robo over at the Floosh Weekly, uh-huh. he uh, posted a picture. It is of a lion. That's what his tattoo is.
0: Oh, interesting. So that's that to me is is a new
1: is something. And new. it is it is actually way better detailed than than some people's actual tattoos. Hmm. <laughs> it's inter- is, it's interesting that they
0: make that decision. I don't think they've I don't I can't think of anything in the history that would suggest that he has a tattoo. Unless they were just like we're gonna, you know, this is just something new we're gonna do.
1: The uh, the little kind of cartridge looking thing on his right actually goes in his gun, so that opens on his gun. That mag that I was talking about. The mag yeah, gun. I can see that in the promo picture now. Yeah, that's um, that's pretty cool. That is kind of that's kind of neat. Um, butterfly joints need to become standard. What's a butterfly joint? So that is the thing hitting inside where their shoulders are. It's basically like our actual shoulder joints that allow us to kind of rotate inward and outward mm-hmm. to, to kind of do that move. So it helps with, especially with people like G.I. Joe characters that need to hold a gun. So like one of the biggest problems with Black Series is most Black Series, they've just started using it more. they don't have butterfly joints, so it's hard to get them to hold a gun in a natural position. Hmm. They kind of just kind of have to hold it down and it's hard to get them to aim in a, in a in a correct position. Whereas with these guys, they all, at least from what I've seen, it seems they all have it. They all have the butterfly joints that allow just way better rotation. It needs to become standard. I, I don't know why we haven't moved past this as a society. <laughs> I'll get off my soapbox. So
0: next in line is Duke. I, I, I think this Duke figure is very good. I really like that on the forward-facing card art, they have a different artist every character and I really like the art that they have that they've got for Duke I think it looks really good
1: yeah, I actually really enjoy that. I think I think it's a good way to kind of pay homage to to kind of where GI Joe has been, but also to push it forward. Mm-hmm. Duke is the one that when he he was the one when it first got announced that I was like I don't like it. I don't. I, I just think he looks too bland and generic. But then now as I'm looking at him, like every time I look at him and talk about him, I'm like, okay, he actually looks really cool. Please give me him now.
0: Yeah, his his pants are a slightly darker color than I would have expected based on his original figure. They've taken the the basis of you know the version 1 duke and they've only tweaked it ever so slightly I think it really works. I like his accessories a lot. Again, he doesn't have as many accessories as Snake Eyes does, but everything he's got makes sense. He has a backpack that is a very, very similar throwback to old school G.I. Joe's. I think his gun looks really cool, except it has gold trim on it for some reason. (laughs) Um, I will say this, though. That gun looks a lot more like an actual military weapon. And, And if you were to tell me that's why we put gold on it, I would be like, okay, I mean, I get it. I don't know if that's the real excuse, but I mean, it has a side. It has like Stock barrel, it looks it looks mm-hmm. good. He's got a little pistol that he can tuck away, and I don't know what that other little thing is that's in the bottom corner there. It almost looks like a little cantina or something.
1: Oh, it's binoculars. Oh, it's okay, close ups. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so, like
0: a range finder or something,
1: yeah. So, I like stuff like that.
0: This and
1: is... uh if I'm not mistaken, when I was watching one of, uh, I believe it was Toy Bro that reviewed it, shout out to Toy Bro, local guy. It, it yeah, it does. It goes on kind of his back left hip, huh. It can click into his belt, so everything he has can fit on or with him, which is great. Looking
0: at these out-of-box pictures, they they gave Duke classically nowadays has a scar on his above his eye, and that's supposed to be uh, a little nod to the origin, the older figures Uh, they had. Like uh, we talked about, they did some trademarking and one of the ways that they had trademarked the figures was that he had a scar and the original Duke did not have that. But mm. later versions of them, they've they've added that to him. Not Obviously not for trademark purposes any longer, but that's that's supposed to be a throwback to that era when they gave him a scar. So if anybody copied their mold, they go, well, you gave him a scar the same place we did. That's obviously ours. The out of the box pictures for these are really good. The only thing I don't Boop. like are, hey, those knee pads look real dumb. <laughs> And and he also has, on his knuckles, he has, like, red. Uh, Yeah. The one that, on his other arm, he's got, like, a wristwatch. That's fine. But it almost looks like he's wearing, like, brass knuckles. They're really odd.
1: Yeah. That or, like, if he, like, taped his hands would be the only thing I can. Like, if he had, like, a grip tape or something on it.
0: Yeah. It looks like he has them on both. I don't, I don't know. I just don't see the, the exact purpose of that. When you look at these knee pads from the side, as I am now, it's even more obvious that they're not like part of the regular outfit. He's legitimately wearing some kind of armor. There's Mm -hmm. even like straps that suggest that
1: he's like I don't know. Like they're they could just go on top of his pants. I do not like those. Yeah, it's like he's wearing shin guards in soccer. Yeah, he just was like, you know what? Let's go get these bad boys. They will look cool.
0: If it was just one figure, I might be able to shrug it off, but they all have some variation of that. I do. Yeah. I also do really like the way they've got his hair styled. It's got this, like, real, I don't know, it just screams like an authentic military, but for the modern era. He's, yeah. Know, it seems like it has a lot of detail in it, I guess, is what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah, uh, if you look at the picture, and if, if those of you listening pull it up, uh, the one of him, like, kind of pulling open the, the, the chain link fence, that posability is just beautiful. Like, the fact that he can actually kind of kneel and not look, like, super un- like, like he looks like he's going to fall over. Mm-hmm. Like that is just beautiful. Like that picture is great. I wish I could have, I wish I could have him to play around with. I really, I wonder
0: where these guys get their diorama stuff from. Because these promo pictures are above average for what I normally see. Oh, yeah, for sure. And while it's not loaded with detail, it has a lot of little things in it that really make it come to life.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, as a a super amateur toy photographer, this is just beautiful. Like, the depth of the pictures, the, the minor details... The poses, like it's just yeah. I it's mean, it's great.
0: They have debris scattered on the ground. Uh, there's like
1: mm-hmm. little tiny security lights. If
0: you look at this one where he's posing behind a barrel, you can see that they've they've got a new. They've invented. They've made a new logo for Mars Industries. Mars mm. Mars is the industry is uh, Destro's weapons facility. Okay. Um, so there was like a little before we saw Destro officially. There was like a little nod to that. Um, well, and
1: like you said, the debris on the ground, like it's mm-hmm. just scattered. Like it looks like he has been just recently in combat. Yeah, I like this. even the haze, like the foggy look. Yeah, I like this figure a lot. I think this is one of the best looking figures
0: in the line, with the exception of the next figure, which is Scarlet. This figure is my favorite figure in the line. It's no secret that I that I gravitate towards the female figures in this line, uh, partially because there aren't that many of them, but also because they all seem to have their own, like, I don't know, style and character. And Scarlet is one of those premier characters. She's one of the OGs and in Renegades She was the leader of the team. I think she's a great character. Not to mention the card art for this is that's almost certainly Phil Noto. Who actually did a G.I. Joe Scarlet declassified issue is well known for doing a lot of Superman art. He drew Danger Girl for a while. Wonderful artist. Does a great job on this. Very pleased with this.
1: This figure is beautiful. And I actually really like that shoulder pad. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's really cool looking. She definitely got the shaft as far as accessories, though. Because at least with the others, you could be like, okay, well, the gun was really big with low Block and, you know, the, the backpack was really big and thick with Duke. But she just literally has a couple knives and a, her cross. Crossbow and quiver. Does she not come with an actual crossbow bolt? I don't see one. It looks like the crossbow is just... It's like molded in. Painted or. black and
0: yeah. Yeah, if you look up a close-up of it, is. it is... It doesn't... I can't... I don't know. I don't know a lot about crossbows, but it doesn't even look like it's loaded with a bolt in it. Well, it's pulled back. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I
1: just don't think you can... I don't think they put enough detail because it doesn't even have a dry brush. Yeah. It looks like it's just molded in that black plastic. Cause I think you might be able to see it under there, but it's just not detailed enough. Also, I hope that she has enough... Sheaths for her knives. I can see two. I can see two, but I want her to be able to hold all three without having to have one in her hand at all. In time. this
0: action shot, she's wearing. uh It's not quite a backpack. It's almost like a uh, harness or like something a, that she wears like on a her quiver. back. <clears throat> yeah, she has, and she has, I guess, one single molded thing of bolts that don't come out. It looks like. Yeah, and that's um, where
1: two of the knives that I can see go. Mm-hmm. I can see I guess, one on the back and one on the front. I guess which the, I think looks great. I guess
0: the third one is intended to be in her hand. If you look at the knives, two of them are identical and one of them is not.
1: Mm. So yeah, probably. The The smaller one of the three is the one that they just keep in her hand. So let me back up and say what I don't like about this figure, besides the things I just mentioned. And the gold. I don't
0: like the gold. (laughs) I will give them credit. The gold that's used in this is a little bit more organic with the figure. It doesn't look like she's wearing a separate piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. And so they decided to counter that by putting it in even more spots. I really, really wish she didn't have it on her chest plate. Uh, yeah, and, that's
1: that's gaudy. And I don't
0: love that it on is... her wrist either. As a general rule, if you look at this figure, there's a little bit too much going on. They're, they use a lot mm-hmm. of colors. It's got red, it's got purples, it's got gray. It's
1: even got blues, yeah. it's got
0: golds. This figure would benefit greatly if someone just sits down and tries to repaint it in her, like her source colors or version one colors. You
1: know, the weirdest thing I can say that is a positive about this is that her feet are normal size.
0: That's, that's very true.
1: Like, there's so many female figures that their feet are just tiny. Like, I have a lot of the like it's the black series. And it seems like pretty much every female character cannot stand because their feet are half the size of what they really should be. Marvel legends were really
0: bad about this. Marvel legends would put their female characters in heels and they would be tiny, tiny. You couldn't stand them up without mm-hmm. a base. Yeah. So Those,
1: glad she has normal feet.
0: So that's about the only thing I, that I really don't like about it. I absolutely adore the head mold that they use for this. If on the zoomed in pictures, you can see that she, they've painted like tiny freckles on her face. She has mm-hmm. an earring in. I think her hair mold is good.
1: Uh, I get this. I think maybe, just a slight bit of detail to the hair. I think that's the only thing I would say. Yeah. Just to give it a little more depth. This character doesn't exactly personify
0: what I feel like Scarlet looks like, uh, but just like Roblox, I don't. I'm, I'm pretty much okay with it. I, it's just like, a I don't know, it's like Ultimate Universe Scarlet. It's just-
1: Now, you know more about her as a character, obviously is she a, like a like a quirky or i guess like a, more of like a bubbly like no. joking character? No. I feel like I I feel like the
0: smile is just a little bit too much. I can see how you get that and she is definitely not that type. She trains characters a lot and she's like I said in Renegade she was like the actual leader. She's usually pretty hard about it. I think the general consensus is that Scarlet is a very well liked team member, but is is very tough, very strong, very capable, very dependable.
1: Yeah. I just think the the slight smile might be a little bit much with the uh, yeah the, the weaponry. You're right. If, like if I think you, if you, Duke's face with the very like just very serious looking, like let's get this done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would that look. Um, I mean even you know, Roadblock is the same way. They just have a very straight face, like a we're we're here to get stuff done. And I don't feel like they should have to try to make it any different for her because she's kind of on the same way. If you look but at, it's not that bad. If you look at the action
0: shots of this, I definitely agree with that. She looks like she's really, she's like, oh man, I'm just infiltrating Mars facilities and <laughs> I'm having a great day. I'm gonna- it's really
1: not that much of a smile, but it's just enough. Like the one with her with the knife, like is a little like, it okay, is a, it she's is enjoying a little, this. Mean. She's enjoying this a little bit too much. I
0: just stabbed seven night creepers and now my cake's out of the oven. <laughs> uh and so that moves us on to the last figure from the original announcement that's destro this figure's great (laughs) yeah i
1: mean i don't have anything like holy cow like i didn't i don't have the attachment that you do but i just love him and he has the least amount of gold which doesn't make sense
0: yeah did you know but you know where he does have gold
1: (laughs) on that chain on that
0: and on his gun his gun is 100 percent gold like some kind of (laughs) james bond villain he, they were like, "Ah, oh, man, we got to do something with all this gold. I just dip his gun in it. That like, is, why,
1: why didn't they just do it red? Like if they were just trying to make it look not realistic, just put it in the same color as his holster. Well, he
0: has <laughs> another huge gun that's in black. So I don't feel like that whole, I mean, it really just feels like they were trying to get a splash of color in there and they were like, here's, here's something I do. Yeah. Li- Cause the giant silver
1: head doesn't
0: do it. I, I know. Right. I do <laughs> like that. They gave him like a briefcase. Uh, Cause that's kind yeah. of a classic. The and then it opens. Move. Yeah. I feel like that's cool. This Destro has got, like, everything that's right about the uh, old Destro. He's got his wrist rockets on his arm, which I, is a huge deal for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his mask looks like an actual mask. You can see the bolts that go around his neck. He's wearing his crazy medallion that you mentioned. Uh, and something that was hard to distinguish in older figures is that his he actually does have his chest showing. In some of the other versions, you couldn't quite tell if that was a shirt underneath or something altogether different but this one is it looks pretty clear that that's supposed to be a skin tone
1: now is the the kind of collar looking thing has that been around since since classic
0: so in the early versions they weren't really able to make it look like that but the cartoon made it pretty clear that it was supposed to be that kind of i don't know what you would call that but it's like a flared style because it
1: it gives me like a a cobra feel Mm -hmm. really
0: and with that like in the later versions of the three and three-fourth line they started to Put more of a uh, accentuation on that, so you started to become more clear that it was supposed to be like that. Yeah, I think that's the right way to portray it. It's an unusual costume choice, that's, mm-hmm. but that is how it looks, and is how it's always looked. Um,
1: I, I love it. Like, I think his design is perfect. Like, I other than the gold gun being a Bond villain, mm-hmm. I don't really think of anything that I would really change maybe just a little bit less red on his holster to just to break it up
0: yeah if you look at the detailing on his head too he's got like little grooves and little like not quite mm-hmm. not quite bolts or something and i really that adds a lot to that character Destro's face mask sometimes gets overlooked or
1: now now I don't have that much knowledge of him now if that's just a mask like they could in theory cut that off or is that literally like bonded with his face
0: it's gonna depend on which continuity you go with but the common real American okay. hero continuity is that yes this is a mask that I wear it's something that has been passed down generationally in his family they've always been arms dealers forever and ever and ever and all...
1: oh gosh so the movie was right
0: well yes and no kind of. because in at the end of the movie he's wearing like a liquid metal as a like that's true and he gets trapped in it there's also a comic book that the IDW reboot follows a very similar format where he he's using a teleportation machine it goes wrong he has to put this on to stabilize himself and he's stuck in it and then Cobra uses that to control him. That's a that's the second time that that's a story of that similarity has existed. But I think that the Destro that we're looking at here is following the common continuity. I think the bolts back that up. It's a mask. It comes off. In the comic book, we have seen Destro without a mask before. Although in the early issues, it's kind of teased. Like, what does his face look like? In later issues, he's like, hey, check me out. I'm just a regular handsome Scottish guy. Cha-cha! <laughs> um but I like that they, they put that detailing in. But yeah, the in the there's a separate separate continuity where he has a son and he like passes the mask onto him and he wears it. Mm. I do like the inside of this briefcase. It's got like money in it. It's got electronics, everything that you would expect Destro to have. Yeah.
1: Like you could kind of like, you could make it look like he's doing either, mm-hmm. either, or you could use it as like a, a he's, he's selling things or like a, he's going to blow stuff up. Absolutely.
0: All right. So that, or bring, both. that brings us to today's announcement announced this morning before we were recorded. Uh, they IGN broke the news that, and the images of the Cobra commander figure that's going to be in the next wave of classified series and we're going to talk about that right now so i've had a little bit of time since this morning to kind of think about how i feel about this figure i'm i'm very divided on this figure overall the card art for this figure is also very good uh it's a little busy but i think it looks good he has like an almost like Mm. scaling effect going on with some of his armor on that card art that didn't quite carry over to the figure the way i like this cobra commander really to me reminds me of the Cobra Commander from G.I. Joe Resolute, which is the animated movie that they made for Adult Swim several years back, and is and is extremely good. Um, I think that his jacket is goes down a little too long uh, and makes it become kind of awkward. The strap that he's got that he wears around his chest, in addition to that little gold chain, which is supposed to give him, like a I guess, a military-esque leader feel, is mm-hmm. all fine, but it kind of busies up the Cobra logo, which is a little too small. His
1: boots are a little big. Yeah. So he's got a little bit of a weird design. I feel like, and this is probably nitpicky and it might just be because of the angles, I feel like his arms are just slightly too small.
0: There's just something off about this figure when you look at it. And that it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is. I don't dislike this figure though. Those are I, I, I'm i also just being nitpicky. As an overall figure, this this Cobra Commander looks okay. He's, he again, really does carry that resolute imagery to me. I think he his face mask looks good. They've added those like his helmet has those kind of jagged points that come down on the left and right. He has that silver stripe at the top of his head, which is very common in the older figure. I like that he has interchangeable hands. That's not something that we've seen.
1: Yes, uh, his pointing hands uh, are
0: great. I, I think that gives will give him a little bit more versatility in
1: in posing. A lot of people. Well, they do have that with the DeWak snake eyes. Oh, do they? Yeah, he has a he has a he has a hand that's throwing a ninja star. Oh, well, that's cool. I would like to see more of that. I think a
0: lot of people really. Didn't didn't like his weapons uh they're like comparing one of them to an umbrella which and then that weird flintlock which looks like kind of like a shipwreck gun is also kind of an odd choice for him i as far as the umbrella part of it goes i actually really like that sword because it has like a snake on the hilt it's a good place to put something that's gold because it that's what color you would want that snake to be yeah when i see this overall when i see it posed it looks a little better there's just a few things that i would like to change about
1: it i actually really like this figure and Uh, it might be because i don't i've never owned a cobra commander figure and i don't have any like okay he should probably look this way i i would actually probably buy a couple of these and try to see if i could figure out a way to make them look a little bit different and kind of work them all together have like some lieutenants and stuff that just look similar Mm -hmm. this figure the one that ign shared really great i actually think i like the the exclusive early release, deluxe, whatever you want to call it. I think I actually like it a little bit more, which is basically just that card art.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about that for a second. When they announced all of these, they also showed a uh, an additional picture of Cobra Commander, and uh, this is just an educated guess, so don't take this as official... But that we know for a fact that on the 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the, uh, the mobile app, NTWRK Network, will be selling these early before they hit regular retail availability in September. My guess is that this variant image, which you can see on our Facebook site if you haven't seen it already, is that's what they'll be selling. And then the regular version will come out in September. So uh, let me talk about this version real quick. Hey, you like gold? Because this, <laughs> <'cause> this version <laughs> that is that the one thing that... Obviously, that's a big pet peeve. I'm not going to go into that de- in any more detail. The only other thing I don't like about this figure that I haven't already stated is they changed that silver strap on his helmet to a dark blue, and there was really no reason to do that unless you're making a variant. What I really do like about this figure is that it captures the perfect color of light blue that the original Cobra Commander version 1, that's, that's the exact color down to a T.
1: Yeah, I... And once again, it's probably because I have never owned any. I like the kind of more unrealistic because I feel like that fits with his character. Like he is just, I'm going to do me because I want to do it and I don't care what you think. This is the second villain that has an all gold gun and that just blows my mind. <laughs> and his, his his saber, his cutlass, his he's very piratey yeah. um, with a flintlock and a saber. Um, it also looks to be pretty much all gold if with maybe a hint of red
0: mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap the part of the classified discussion up with that i don't i want to be clear i don't dislike any of these figures i love that these figures are coming out and i'm gonna have a field day with them it's it is hard for a long-term collector like myself to embrace the idea of collecting a new scale of figures when you own 500 plus individuals of you know on a certain scale you go oh god i can't buy 500 you know, six-inch figures—they'll break the bank. But I, I love these and I want them. Everything that I'm describing that I dislike is very minor. Nothing that would steer. None of this. They could. If this Cobra Commander was all gold, I'd still buy him in a heartbeat. <laughs> um, I'm a huge, but I'm a huge supporter of GI Joe. Some people are are very particular in what they need out of their figures, and and I'm not like that. There, I'm always, there's always going to be stuff I don't like, but I would never turn it away. I always want to bring it home and play with them and have a good time. I wish I do. Yeah. I do wish his cape was real material and not plastic. I know that's been a real big standard for the last several years. I miss those days where they would actually make cloth capes.
1: Yeah, we can always go third party on that, though, because there's a lot of people supporting that. That's true. Uh, Um, If you want
0: to get really good weapons for these figures, you go to Marauder's Task Force, which is a known maker of really authentic military-style weapons, and swap them out in a heartbeat, and they'd fit perfectly. I've seen many images already where people are doing that.
1: The thing I'll say before we move on is I will buy all of these because they look like great figures, and they share the same posability as Snake Eyes, at least from pictures. So I will get them. I will take pictures of them. You can check me out on, at Mandalorian Adventures. Mostly Star Wars, but I'm branching out. I, I think that there's a chance that this, one of the Cobra Commanders could be one of my favorite top ten of the year, honestly. Like, I love characters with masks. That's why I like Snake Eyes. That's why I like uh, Boba Fett's one of my favorites. Like, I just like their designs. So I think as long as there's nothing too crazy that, when I get him in hand that I wasn't expecting, I think he could make top ten, but we'll just see.
0: Yeah, uh, when when we are able to get these in hand, I know we're gonna. We might even be the last of the pack, but sometimes that's just how it is. By that time, our YouTube channel will be in full effect. We will do have an unboxing. We'll have we'll follow up on this conversation with where I can really see them how if I feel differently about them or if things have changed from preview images to to launch items all right so we only have one other little thing to talk about before we wrap up today and it's not even really a what I would call it it's a non-starter story it's just something I'm interested to talk about the new issue G.I. Joe came up so we're I don't know if the opposite of pencils down is just called pencils up but They're publishing uh, both Paul Aller's new issue has come out and Larry Hama's A Real American Hero Run has released a new issue in the series. Our YouTube channel launches on July 4th, if you didn't already know that. The first episode that we have is called, that we call Recap, and Recapped is all about diving into previous issues of the book and giving people that haven't read them or want to start reading the book currently an easy jumping on points so they understand what's going on. So I don't, I'm not going to get too much into this issue, although I am really interested in talking about it in the future. The only thing I want to talk about, it's a non-spoiler if you're an active reader, no big deal. Uh, there's one page where the dreadnoks are having a conversation and Robert Atkins uh, drew in Zanya as well as Burnout. Um, now, these are two characters if you're not familiar with, they're from the roughly, they're r- the, from the image Devil's Do Press Run, Zanya especially, and Zanya is the daughter of Zartan and she was introduced right, right away when the Image Comics G.I. Joe relaunch happened and is a very cool character, an interesting character that kind of rounded out the Dreadnoughts, is younger, has a lot of style and personality she really stands out as a unique character and those two characters have never existed in the real American hero universe before so I'm curious if this is something that Larry specifically wrote out in his script or Robert Atkins, who has been drawing G.I. Joe for quite a while uh, if that's something where he was just like oh draw Dreadnoughts and he drew what he thought from memory and has perhaps unintentionally included two characters that will now almost certainly be shoehorned into the real American hero continuity I don't I don't I guess it's not a huge deal but it's it's a huge deal to me Sonya is a really cool character and i was so pumped when they made a figure of her uh i hope that they start to use her more as a result i've noticed that slowly over time larry has looked into characters of the past and i think probably responds to what people write in uh, when helix was introduced into the real american hero continuity which was another huge deal for me uh he took it and uh he introduced kind of rewrote her origin which i think was something that should have happened and then brought her in and now he uses her all the time which is great so i'm curious if that's his attempt to also bring her in as well i guess we'll see more as they use them if certainly she shows up in the next couple of issues i think it's safe to say that she's bridged that gap from being written out of continuity does that happen a lot in Star Wars? I know Star Wars continuity has gotten erased a couple of times, especially the books.
1: I mean, it, it it may mostly just kind of happen when Disney bought them. Really, I mean, for the most part, they might not have written them out, but they might have just kind of forgot about them. But they're still kind of mm. doing their thing in the universe. There hasn't been that much. um There's been kind of amalgamations that have kind of occurred, towards like, okay, well, instead of having these thirty different characters, we're just gonna have kind of one group and kind of make sense of it that way. That way we don't get too crazy or. Or, you know these two characters are very similar um, so let's how do we do that um the only i guess the only other time that it really happened was right when the when episode one came out just because they had started to get a little crazy and then when they decided to make the movies they had to kind of make sense of some things but also just just kill some of it because mm-hmm. it just wouldn't line up with the way the movies were so it, it's not super common i'm i'm kind of an, excited to kind of meet all these new characters you know because i mean i'm i'm not super well versed in the normal Joe characters so I can't wait to see kind of the side characters that I'll end up caring way too much about that will never get the dude that they deserve the interesting thing about picking these characters also is that you and I can kind of have an
0: honest discussion about what we feel about them and there's really nobody that can say otherwise yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean basically we'll, we'll I can present literally every piece of information we have on this character and we can read it together and look at the we'll look at the figures and kind of discuss them and then we'll say you know how do you feel about this character do you think that this file card accurately represents them how do you think that they would be in the universe and, and that's really all there is on them sometimes that's all there is on them there are characters they made a lot of characters that even I some that is a borderline completionist i'm just now finding you know they'll they made some figures for the movie and then suddenly they turned up at ross stores which are basically like a big lots type location and that was the only retail release they got and it just so happens that it's a brand new character that they've never used and you've never seen before and i'm like oh man i want this guy and then i'll get him i'll read his dumb little five sentence file card go well that doesn't tell me much what do i think about this guy (laughs) so Yeah, I'm excited about doing that stuff as well. I've picked a character that I think will be very fun to talk about and will also be, relative to what's going on in the G.I. Joe universe, somebody that has not been used in a long time that is kind of coming into the spotlight now. So I'm looking forward to discussing that as well. Uh, You know
1: what? I think that's it. Jaren, do you have anything else to add? No. uh, I mean, I've enjoyed talking about this. Six-inch collecting is kind of where uh, my niche is, I would say. Yeah. Um, at least where the knowledge that I have is. So it's, it's kind of fun to use a little bit of the stuff I know about to kind of talk about something that I don't know that much about. And then you kind of fill me in on the gaps along the
0: way. Talking about the six-inch line really helps me kind of like tied myself over while I look at all the other people that somehow mysteriously managed to get theirs in the mail uh. I know it makes,
1: it, it makes me annoyed honestly so, like I've, honest, I've went to eBay a couple times to be like okay yeah. how much am I going to have to do
0: if you're out there and you have received these figures and you've opened them or, or you have them in hand and you have some thoughts on them please drop us a line at uh, anythingjoespodcast at gmail.com I'd love to hear some first hand information on them while I sit and stare at my screen cut out little paper craft dolls of them and play with them <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So that's going to do it for us today. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget that our YouTube series launches on July 4th. We're very excited to share that with you. We've been working really hard on it. And that's it. Thanks again for joining us here today where anything's open for discussion and anything Joe's.